Matthew 6, 33. But seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added to you. Thank you for listening to Seeking the Kingdom podcast. This is the after show. This is where we discuss the topic from the previous episode, take live calls with prayer requests and testimony, and if you have something to share about yesterday's episode, we would love to hear it. God willing, we plan to have a new episode for you every Saturday morning, and we pray that by listening to these podcast sermons, your faith would increase and that we would grow together as one in the body of Christ. God bless. Praise the Lord and praise God. Thank you for listening to another episode of Seeking the Kingdom podcast. Uh, tonight is episode 10, season 2. We're going to be talking about I Am. Uh, Pastor Rooney gave an awesome message uh, on yesterday's episode for the glory of God. Uh, Christopher, can you explain a little bit about what the pastor talked about? Amen. So thank you, Jesus. Uh, we had a blessed time in uh, Sunday church. And the pastor brought up the message about the I am, how it was mentioned in the Old Testament with uh, God telling the Israelites that he is the I am and how Jesus claims to be the I am in the New Testament. And what an amazing job the pastor did, like he always does. We thank God for him. Uh, and tonight we want to just talk about uh, how great that statement is, I am. Amen. We thank the Lord for Pastor Bob. Uh, that he's continuing doing the work uh, the Lord sent him to do so long ago for God's glory. Uh, Whitey, before we start tonight, uh, like always, we wanted to start in prayer that God would uh, use this program for his glory, uh, that we would not be seen tonight. We always say this, and I know we probably sound like a broken record already, boys, but it's the truth. We're not teaching anyone. If any, If anything, this is for us to grow too. Yeah. Um, whatever we say, we apply it to our lives. Or uh, I'll be honest with you, we try to ap apply it to our lives uh, as much as we can. And uh, for God's glory, we're growing uh, through this podcast, and I hope that you guys are growing as well for God's glory. Uh, Whitey, can you lead us in prayer tonight? Amen. Let's pray. Lord, we worship you, we praise you, we thank you and love you, Father God. We come before you with thanksgiving, with praise, Father God. And we thank you, Father God, for tonight, Father God. We thank you for your word, Father God, on last episode, Lord. We ask, Father God, that you would anoint us, Father God, to speak your word, Father God, only through your Holy Spirit, Father God, that not one word would not come from us, Father God, that every word spoken, Father God, would be divinely inspired by you, Father God, that you would breathe, Father God, each word spoken tonight, Lord, that we would all grow, Father God, whoever's listening, Father God, and even us who share, Father God, would grow from your Holy Spirit's teachings, Father God. Amen. Anoint your word for your glory, Father God. Bless the listener, Father God. Bless us as we share, Father God. Bless this night to glorify your holy name and let us all grow closer to you from it, Father. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 God bless you, Whitey. Praise the Lord. We have a phone call. My name is Fatima. I'm from Boston. And uh, I'm, I'm on Instagram, and I've seen that uh, your guys said that you're taking prayers. Thank God. God bless you. God bless you, too. How can we pray for you? Uh, pray for me and my son. God knows we need about everything. And uh, I want to pray from, 
for my sister, Diana, she's going through stuff. Uh, just keep us in prayer. Uh, Amen. Well, BB Fatima, I just want to let you know, he's the God who knows all. He's the God who's able to supply all your needs. He's the God who heals, and he's the God who restores. So Amen. whatever it is that you're going through, just trust in him, and just know that he is God who is able. Amen? Amen. Christopher, can Amen. you pray? Hallelujah, Mugadam, Mugadam. We come before you, Father God. Dilla, we bring before you, Mugadam, Bibi Fatima, Father that you would bring peace, Father God, joy, health, happiness, Father God, in her household, Mugadam. I pray for her, her son, her sister, Father God. Whatever the situation is, I pray that you would take care of it, Father God. That, Devla, we thank you that you are with them. You are Emmanuel, your God with us, Father God. We give you glory and we give you honor and praise. I pray that you would bless them, Father God. Meet their every need, Father God. Provide for them, Lord. Guide them and lead them, Lord. Bring healing upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you, Lord. We thank you, Father God. And we ask this in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. God bless you. Amen. God bless you. Thank you. I really needed that. God um, bless you. I'm in my age. My husband passed away a long time ago, and just bills and rent and a lot of stuff kept caught up with me. And I usually take care of myself, but I've been going through a lot. But I know I'm not trying to keep going. All God's kids, all of us, is going through a lot at this time because we're in the end times. So, I know everybody's going through some kind of struggle, but we got God. Amen. Amen. Bibi Fatima, before I let you go, I just want to let you know, in Psalms 46.10, it says, Be still and know that I am God. Just trust in God, and He's able to get you guys through. Thank you. God bless you. God bless you. Bye-bye. Good night. Good night. God bless. So, real quick, the pastor shared on yesterday's episode... Uh, on the I am and he did a beautiful job for God's glory as we said a little bit ago uh, he read guys from Exodus 3 1 through 15 and we're going to go into that in a little bit but um, what I want to share on is I am what did God mean when he said I am who I am tell mm -hmm. him I am sent you and that's something that I wanted to look into. And this is the commentary I found. And I wanted to share it to whoever is listening tonight. And I pray that your ears would be open. And that the seed would fall on good soil tonight. Because I was blessed. And I'm very excited to uh, have this topic tonight. For God's glory. And I, I just wanted everyone to grow from this. And I pray that God would uh, let the seed fall on good soil tonight. And that we would grow, all grow in this together. Amen. Amen. So here's what the commentary says. I am is the ultimate statement of self-sufficiency, self-existence, and immediate presence. God's existence is not contingent upon anyone else. His plans are not contingent upon any circumstances. He promises that he will be what he will be. That is, he will be the eternal constant God. He stands ever present and unchangeable. Thank you, Lord. 
completely sufficient in himself to do what he wills to do and accomplish what he wills to accomplish. Amen. The commentary goes on by saying this. When God identified himself as I am who I am, he stated that no matter when or where, he is there. It is similar to the New Testament expression in Revelation 1.8. I am the Alpha and the Omega, says the Lord God, who is and who was and who is to come, the Almighty. This is true of him for all time, but it would be especially appropriate for a message in Moses' day to the people in slavery and who could see no way out. I am was promising to free them and they could count on him. Amen. So now what we're going to be doing is going to be going to scripture in Exodus 3, 1 through 15 in the New Living Translation. And here's what it says. One day, Moses was tending the flock of his father-in-law, Jethro, the priest of Midian. He led the flock far into the wilderness and came to Sinai, the mountain of God. There the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a blazing fire from the middle of a bush. Moses stared in amazement. Though the bush was engulfed in flames, it didn't burn up. This is amazing, Moses said to himself. Why isn't that bush burning up? I must go see it. When the Lord saw Moses coming to take a closer look, God called to him from the middle of the bush, Moses, Moses. Here I am, Moses replied. Do not come any closer, the Lord warned. Take off your sandals, for you are standing on holy ground. I am the God your father, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. When Moses heard this, he covered his face because he was afraid to look at God. Then the Lord told him, I have certainly seen the oppression of my people in Egypt. I have heard their cries of distress because of their harsh slave drivers. Yes, I am aware of their sufferings. So I have come down to rescue them from the power of the Egyptians and lead them out of Egypt into their own fertile and spacious land. It is a land flowing with milk and honey, the land where the Canaanites, Hittites, Amorites, Prezerites, Hivites, and Jesubites now live. Look, the cry of the people of Israel has reached me. And I have seen how harshly the Egyptian abused them. Now go, for I am sending you to Pharaoh. You must lead my people, Israel, out of Egypt. But Moses protested to God, Who am I to appear before Pharaoh? Who am I to lead the people of Israel out of Egypt? God answered, I will be with you, and this is the sign that I am the one who has sent you. When you have brought the people out of Egypt, you will worship God at this very mountain. But Moses protested, If I go to the people of Israel and tell them, The God of your ancestors has sent me to you, they will ask me, What is his name? Then what should I tell them? God replied to Moses, I am who I am. 
Say this to the people of Israel, I am has sent me to you. God also said to Moses, Say this to the people of Israel, Yahweh, the God of your ancestors, the God of Abraham, the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob has sent me to you. This is my eternal name, my name to remember for all generations. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Praise Thank you, Lord. Jesus, because you called yourself the I am. Thank you, Lord, because you showed us, Devla, how you are the ultimate statement of self-sufficiency, self-existence, and an immediate presence. Thank you, Lord, because you are the I am. Boys, what do you guys think of that scripture? Yeah, I wanted to jump in uh, because uh, the beauty of it is uh, God immediately shows his authority to Moses. Mm. Uh, he immediately shows, uh, don't come any further. Uh, remove your sandals. These are authoritative statements because he's telling Moses, uh, I demand reverence. Mm. I demand these things because I am holy. This this is true. So don't come any closer. Don't, don't uh, you, you have to remove your sandals. And then Moses' response is gorgeous because he covers his face. He uh, recognizes, oh, this is God. This is, this is the uh, God of uh, my people. And that means uh, he's so holy that I can't look upon him. So his response is actually beautiful because it's, it's a lot of things. It's, a, it's belief, first of all. It's faith in, in what he knows and understands. And, then, and he believes that if he looks upon the holy face of God, that he's going to die. And it's also obedience and reverence. And, and this is all the repro appropriate response to God's uh, authority. So we have God's authority, and then we have Moses' appropriate response to that authority. Amen. Great point, Whitey. God bless you. Amazing Amazing job. Um, I wanted to share something that uh, was just amazing from the commentary and was just reading it now. And uh, I heard a Gajot talk about it today. And it was just an amazing point that I wanted to share with everyone. In chapter three of uh, verse 11, it says, uh, but Moses said to God, who am I that I should go to Pharaoh and bring the children of Israel out of Egypt? He said, I will be with you. God tells Moses there that he is with him. He's the driving force that will be the power behind Moses to get the job done. Amen. Amen. Jesus tells, or we know that Jesus's name is Emmanuel. Amen. God is with us. The same deity there, the same God there is the same God with us today. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Beautiful points, boys. So we all know what happens next. God saw the misery and heard their cry and freed the Israelites from Egypt. Thank you, Jesus. Amen. Just like today, God saw our misery and heard our cries. And he knew we was in need of a savior. And he sent us his son, Jesus Christ, who is also the I am. And that brings us to our main study for tonight, the seven I am statements in the Gospel of John. What are the seven I am statements in the Gospel of John? In Judaism, I am is unquestionably understood as a name for God. 
Whenever Jesus made an I am statement in which he claimed attributes of deity, he was identifying himself as God. And here are the seven I am statements found in John's gospel. We're going to be starting with um, basically going backwards, boys, from, from last to first, because when we get to the first one, that's going to be our main subject. And uh -huh. we're going to go through them real quick. So we're going to start with number seven. I am the true vine found in John chapter 15. This I am statement in the gospel of John emphasizes the sustaining power of Christ. We are the branches and he is the vine. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit unless it is joined in vital union with the vine, only those who are joined to Christ and receive their power from him produce fruit in a Christian life. Number six, I am the way and the truth and the life found in John 14, 6. This powerful I am statement of Christ is packed with meaning. Jesus is not merely one way among many ways to God. He is the only way. And here, Jesus is proclaiming that he is the truth, confirming his identity as the word of God, as he is in John 1, 1. And Jesus alone is the source of life. He is the creator and the sustainer of all life and the giver of eternal life. Amen. Number five, I am the resurrection and the life. John eleven twenty five. Jesus made this I am statement immediately before raising Lazarus from the dead. Again, we see that Jesus' teaching was not just an empty talk. When he made a claim, he substantiated it with action. He holds the key of death and the grave, Revelation 1.8 tells us. In raising Lazarus from the dead, Jesus showed how he can fulfill Yahweh's promise to ancient Israel. God's dead shall live, their bodies shall rise, Isaiah 26.19. Apart from Jesus, there is neither resurrection nor eternal life. Number four, I am the good shepherd, John 10.11. With this I am statement, Jesus portrays his great love and care. He is the only one who's willingly protect his flock even to the point of death. Verses 11 and 15. Number 3. I am the door. John 10, 7. This I am statement stresses that no one can enter the kingdom of heaven by any other means than Christ himself. Jesus' words in this passage are crouched in the imagery of a sheepfold. He is the one and only way to enter the fold. Number two, I am the light of the world. This I am statement in John's gospel comes right before he heals man born blind. Jesus not only says he is the light, he proves it. Jesus' word and action echoes Genesis 1-3, and God said, let there be light, and there was light. And that brings us to number one, I am the bread of life, found in John 6-22. But before we go there, Christopher, you have something to say? God bless you, Joshua. Very well put, clear, uh, very clear to understand. Uh, and what an amazing commentary that shows us that God is self-sufficient with the I am statement. Amen. The I am statement, God makes it clear in the Old Testament that he is self-sufficient, that he is Yahweh. Amen. Amen. And when the pastor shared this on the last episode on the podcast, um, it was amazing to me that when Jesus said, I am, 
I am the bread of life, I am the light of the world, all these statements, he was showing the Pharisees that he is also self-sufficient. He is sharing. He is that same God in the Old Testament, now in flesh, present day in that time. Amen? Amen. What was amazing to me is that what I got out of it or what the Holy Spirit shared to me is God is self-sufficient. That word self-sufficient means not needing no help, self-reliant, self-supported. What came to me was we're none of those things mm. that we depend on God for everything. The truth. So when Jesus said the I am statements, what my mind went to is all these things are needed in our walk with Christ. I am the true vine. He's the life source. There's nothing we can do without being in him because anything outside of him that we try to do is going to be a failure. The Amen. Truth. The truth. I am the way, the truth, and the life. Simple. The way that the, the commentary said it is, he's the way to live. He's the truth in our lives, and he is the life. Amen. Amen? I am the resurrection and the life. That's just an amazing statement to me because he's our blessed hope that when a Christian closes his or hers eyes, that that blessed hope that the same spirit that rose Jesus from the dead now lives in us and will rise us. Amen. Amen. I am the good shepherd. He is the one that watches over his sheep. We talked about that uh, a couple of podcasts ago, that he is the one that watches over his sheep. How comforting it is it that we know our shepherd constantly takes care of us, leading us, commanding us, guiding us and leading us, feeding us, watching over us. Thank Amen. you, Jesus. He is the door. He's the entrance to God. Where there was no way, he made a way. I am the light of the world. The, he was speaking to a blind man. We were blind. We did not know God. We had no vision. We had no way to see what God put in front of us. But Jesus, being the light, now reveals that through his glory, through Amen. his awesomeness, through his death, burial, and resurrection. Amen. Amen. And that brings us to the first statement that he makes in John, that I am the bread of life. I pray that Josh would do a beautiful job for God's glory as God gave him a beautiful message. We know that we're going to hear the Holy Spirit through these words that God's given him. So, Joshua, the mic is yours. I pray that God would use you for his glory tonight. Amen. God bless you, Chris. Before we go to our main scripture in John 6, verse 22, I just want to give a quick recap on what's going on here. So, when we go to John chapter 6, verse 1, that immediately st uh, starts the story of Jesus feeding the 5,000. So just to set up what's going on here, this is after Jesus fed the 5,000. Mm -hmm. uh, we all know the story that the disciples went and got into a boat. They went to the other side and there was a storm uh, coming and Jesus walked on water. And this is right after, this is basically the next day, right after Jesus walked on water. Amen? Mm -hmm. Amen. John 6, verse 22. The next day, the crowd that had stayed on the far shore saw that the disciples had taken the only boat, and they realized Jesus had not gone with them. 
Several boats from Tiberias landed near the place where the Lord had blessed the bread and the people had eaten. So when the crowd saw that neither Jesus nor his disciples were there, they got into the boats and went across to Capernaum to look for him. They found him on the other side of the lake and asked, Rabbi, when did you get here? Jesus replied, I tell you the truth. You want to be with me because I fed you, not because you understood the miraculous signs. But don't be so concerned about perishable things like food. Spend your energy seeking the eternal life that the Son of Man can give you. For God the Father has given me the seal of his approval. They replied, We want to perform God's works too. What should we do? Jesus told them, This is the only work God wants from you. Believe in the one he has sent. They answered, Show us a miraculous sign if you want us to believe in you. What can you do? After all, our ancestors ate manna while they journeyed through the wilderness. The scripture says, Moses gave them bread from heaven to eat. Jesus said, I tell you the truth, Moses didn't give them bread from heaven, my father did. And now he offers you the true bread from heaven. The true bread of God is the one who comes down from heaven and gives life to the world. Sir, they said, give us that bread every day. Jesus replied, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry again. Whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. But you haven't believed in me, even though you have seen me. However, those the Father has given me will come to me, and I will never reject them. For I have come down from heaven to do the will of God who sent me, not to do my own will. And this is the will of God, that I should not lose even one of those he has given me, but that I should raise them up on the last day. For it is my Father's will that all who see his Son and believe in him should have eternal life. I will raise them up at the last day. Then the people began to murmur in disagreement because he had said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They said, Isn't this Jesus, the son of Joseph? We know his father and his mother. How can he say, I came down from heaven? But Jesus replied, Stop complaining about what I said, for no one can come to me unless the Father who sent me draws them to me. And at the last day, I will raise them up. As it is written in the scriptures, they will all be taught by God. Everyone who listens to the Father and learns from him comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father, only I, who was sent from God, has seen him. I tell you the truth, anyone who believes has eternal life. Yes, I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness, but they all died. Anyone who eats the bread from heaven, however, will never die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Anyone who eats this bread will live forever. And this bread, which I will offer so the world may live, is my flesh. Amen. Thank you, Lord, for your Son, Jesus, who is the bread of life, who is the Word that gives us eternal life. We thank you, Father God. And now we're going to just talk about a little bit of what we just read, boys. So before we get into our points about the I am, the bread of life statement he makes here, there's just a few things that caught my eye as I was reading, boys. 
In verse 26, we see that Jesus understands they wasn't seeking him because he was the son of God, because he was physically hungry and wanted more food. And here's the point I'm getting to, guys. Do I come to God only when I need something? Or do I seek him for who he really is? My savior, my helper, my spiritual healer, my friend. And another thing that caught my eye, guys, in verse 30, we see they were asking for a sign. They just seen two supernatural things yesterday. Hey. First of all, he fed all of them, 5,000 people with barely enough food to mm -hmm. feed a small family. He fed 5,000. And they noticed in verse 22 that he didn't leave with the disciples. So how did he get there? Obviously, he walked on water, verse 16 tells us. And this is the point. Am I always looking for more? Isn't his word enough? Psalms 19.8 says, The commandments of the Lord are right, bringing joy to our heart. What more am I looking for, guys? And that brings us to our third point, verse 35. I am the bread of life. This statement tells us that Christ is the only one who sustains and nourishes our spiritual life. When we eat spiritual food, God's word, it's not only to increase our faith, it brings healing to our spiritual body. It takes away our fear and doubt and brings us joy and hope. And once we eat something that good, we want to share our spiritual food with other people. You see, guys, that's what Wom love to do. They love to find the best food, they love to say they found that restaurant, and they love to share it with other people. That's what the bread of life does, God's word. It tastes so good you automatically want to share it with others. You don't right. ever want it to be from yourself. It takes over that selfishness in our human mind. As Romans 12 says, renew your mind. How? How can we re re renew our mind, guys? By staying in his word and feeding ourselves with the things that benefit us and our family. See, I could eat a lot of unhealthy stuff, guys, that tastes good sometimes, but it's not beneficial for me and my family. There's right. consequences to eating unhealthy, to physically eating unhealthy. There's consequences, diabetes and heart trouble. And that same thing goes for us spiritually. Look what Romans 6, 23 says, guys, the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life in Christ Amen. Jesus, our Lord. Amen. Look what it says in 1 Peter 2. Christopher, can you read that for us? Amen. 1 Peter chapter 2. Therefore, rid yourselves of all malice and of all deceit, hypocrisy, envy, and slander of every kind. Like newborn babies, crave spiritual milk so that by it you may grow in your salvation. Amen. 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 Uh, Joshua, if I can just jump in right here. Uh, so this scripture that Christopher reads shows the negative side uh, of what you can take in, uh, and, and, and it shows a, a malice and and uh, hatred and all these ugly things. These are the things that would cause the disease. These are the things that would cause us to get spiritually sick. Uh, th this is sin, and this is why. Humanity is spiritually sick. And then God is coming in and saying, I'm the bread of life. I'm the nourishment that you need. I'm, I'm the thing that makes you grow towards 
goodness. And that's what we are as Christians. We accept that Jesus Christ is the truth. He's the way towards goodness and uh, uh, consuming him, consuming more of the word. This nourishes me as I grow in him, because that's my goal. That's my goal to grow in him. But I need the bread of life to do that. So I need Jesus. This shows my dependence on him. Christopher, God is the self-sufficient God. God is uh, uh, independent. He's, uh, well, but I may we're codependent. Mm. We're, we're the people that need something else because we're lacking. We have these things, uh, the malice and, and the anger and the hatred and all these, all these negative things. These things are in our lives and we're trying to get away from them. That's sin that's making you sick. But if you want to grow, if you want to grow, you got to have the bread of life to nourish you unto growth, growth Amen. in the truth, growth in the word, growth into being who you are meant to be in Amen. God. We have to remind ourselves of our goal. We can't remain in the state we are in. We have to seek the bread of life. I mean, mm. Christopher went over all the points and all these things should be sought all these things should be chased after. He's the door. He's the way into salvation. Uh, or, or do we want to walk through the door? Well, the, 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 is he the uh, the vine, the true vine? What does that mean? What's the significance of that? Well, he's what uh, gives us power. He's what gives us uh, a, a nourishment. Well, the Bible told we we can't do anything unless we're in him. The, if these things are our goals, if our goal is to grow, if our goal is to to get better as as Christians, because we understand we understand what we should be doing, we understand who God is and who He's calling us to be. He's calling us out from uh, the uh, evil. He's calling us out from sin, and He's calling us unto life more abundant. He's calling us to life to the full. Our fullest life is in Jesus. Amen. Right on topic, Whiting. Right on point for God's glory. And what the Lord put upon our heart, guys, is every week without us knowing, we've been ending every episode with a question. And the Lord spoke to us, and that's a question for us. That's a question for me, for Christopher, for Whitey. Amen. And what we want to do is put that question out there so we can all ask it to ourselves. And here's the questions of the week. Are we eating healthy spiritually? Are we growing in God? Are we being beneficial to the people around us? This is more easier to digest. Milk. Why are we grabbing all those other things? It's time to grow. It's time to grow in the things of God. Amen? And that brings our message to a close. We hope it was a blessing for you guys tonight as it was a blessing for us to study his word and to apply this message to our lives first, boys. That's the main thing. We apply everything that we talk about on these podcast sermons. We try to apply it to our lives. Because like I said at the very beginning, guys, we're not pointing fingers at no one. We're growing from this as well. Yeah. Uh, so like we end every program, Christopher, we know you have a prayer list. Do you want to mention those names? And Whitey, if you have anybody to pray for, 
uh i want to pray like we always pray for my uh uncle uh steve frank in jersey that god would continue to heal him that god would continue to bring back joy in his heart happiness in jesus name uh, a special prayer for uh my aunt dinah in texas that god would uh heal her and bless her with her heart desires i want to pray for our uh and Jackie in Texas and David, that God would uh, bless them continually, bless Jacob and his wife with a family. I want to pray for uh, Justin and Katie, God, God would bless them with their heart desires. And for all the couples who are uh, praying on the Hannah's list, that God would bless them with children. I know, I know this with from first experience, guys, from actual experience in this how hard it could be to go to sleep at night and pray at night and to cry yourself to sleep and asking God when Chicana Devla when am I going to receive my blessing guys I was on the list for 10 years and God blessed me with three beautiful children for his glory and I want to give God all glory honor and praise that one of those my eldest uh fate is getting baptized for god's glory this sunday thank you jesus and yeah. christopher i know uh bella is getting baptized for god's glory Amen. and, and we want to give god all glory honor and praise that our children our children are growing in in god for his yeah. glory Amen, Joshua. We also want to keep up uh, Joshua and Mindy in prayer. Amen. God watch over them. Amen. Uh, all the babies we see on Instagram that are uh, dealing with hospitals, they're waiting for reports that God would bring healing upon them in the mighty name of Jesus. Amado Prado, Anthony Governors, uh, that God's total healing and restoration upon him. Yes. For our uncle, John Stanley, for uh, uh, Pastor Sparky's daughter, Kelly, for God's healing in Amen. the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. For Frankie Girl. Send your word, We're Lord. praying for uh, all children uh, that were waiting for them to speak, that my prayer is that God would give them a vocabulary, that God would give them words abundant in Jesus' mighty name, I pray. Uh, also, Joshua, I want to pray for the Churon family, for God's healing, protection, peace, joy, happiness, in Jesus' name. Uh, for all those who are dealing with hospitals, uh, tests, uh, whatever it may be, uh, that God's uh, report would come back, that we would hear testimonies in the mighty name of Jesus. Um, it was on my heart to pray today for the brokenhearted, for those who are depressed, those who are dealing with anxiety, those who are dealing with fear that God would remove that weight upon them and just give them joy and peace and to know how much he is to them. That when he says, I am, he's our healer. He's our Amen. provider. He's our most of all. He's our savior. Amen. Uh, Christopher, it's on my heart to pray for, uh, we know we pray for the children with speech delayment, but specifically we're praying for Junior, uh, Kelly's son, that God Amen. would continue to uh, heal him that god would work in his life that god would loosen his tongue amen and that god would just touch these children uh and their parents that god would give them patience that god would give the grandparents patience um and that i know without a shadow of a doubt that god will heal these children he will hear our prayers the way he heard the israelites prayer in egypt that's the way he's going to answer these prayers. He sees our cry for help. He has mercy upon us. 
and he will answer all these prayers. Whitey? Amen. Uh, I want to thank God because I, we, I pray for Ronnie's foot every week because uh, he did break his foot and we pray for healing, but it's getting better. It's noticeably getting better. And I just want to continue that prayer uh, that the Lord restore it perfectly. Uh, also, uh, I, I want to mention this. Everything that was said tonight, it, it, it points to growth. Everything that was said tonight, everything that we've been talking about, it's all pointing to growth. And I, I just want to acknowledge the importance of that. I, I believe God is trying to tell us something mm. through the messages that he's giving us. It, it, point, it keeps pointing back to growing, to I mean, the, the bread of life, nourishment in order to grow toward, in the things of God, to be the people we are called to be, to grow love, joy, peace, kindness, goodness, all the fruits of the spirit. Let that make up who we are. And the, I think another beautiful thing is God is now growing the church. And I want more and more people to be a part of the growth of the church. So I want to call everybody, everybody who's listening, let's grow together in the church. My prayer is that God Almighty sends uh, this fire on the city of Miami and through all the cities so that we all have a desire to grow in the things of God, not to Amen. be stagnant, not to be uh, doing nothing and uh, not to be taking Thursdays for ourselves, Sundays for ourselves and getting nowhere from it. Instead, let's eat the bread of life every Sunday. Amen. Let's eat the bread of life every Thursday and nourish ourselves, grow in every single way, grow in the vine, grow and know the door and know the good shepherd and know all these things and the meaning of all them. Uh, so I pray that the Lord send a fire on the churches again. I pray that the Lord watch over uh, everyone from COVID, a couple of yeah. uh, 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 other prayers. I, I want to pray for our, our new usher, uh, Billy. I want to pray for Thomas. Uh, Amen. For healing in Jesus' name, uh, I want to play. The, uh, I want to pray uh, that the Lord continue to bless this podcast for His glory. Amen. Continue to use us. That He continue to inspire us with His Word. That people would listen and be nourished and filled with the Holy Spirit, uh, and that the Lord would just continue to use us in every way. Amen. While you while you were speaking, it was I. I felt this on my heart. Wherever you guys are at, wherever you guys are listening from, where it be here in Miami, Orlando, uh, Texas, uh, Chicago, wherever you, you're from, support your local church. It's very important to support your local church. Um, that being said, we want to pray for our pastor, Pastor amen. Rooney, that God would continue to use him like he always has been, that God would bless him with his heart desires that god would continue to give him strength spiritually to move forward and physically in his bones i got he would be able to uh walk that he would be able to see that he would be able to move like the way he did before guys um, Amen. i know that god's able to do all things and i know that god is a is just using this man uh for his purpose that being said we want to give God all glory, honor, and praise for giving us this opportunity to, to speak about his names. Since the past few weeks, you guys know that we're in this series, What's in a Name? The Names of God. And we started with Elroy He, the God who sees. 
and we talked about the gate and we talked about the word and pastor rooney talked about how god is the jealous god and his name is jealous then we talked about tonight the i am next week that brings our series to a close and we're going to be talking about how god's name is friend and whitey i pray to god that he would use you next week for his glory and yeah. we pray that you guys would be a part of next week for his glory and that yeah. we would all grow in jesus name Amen. whitey would you bring these prayers yes let us pray lord we come before you father god and we ask again father god that whatever was spoken tonight would enter into the hearts of your people father god that everyone would understand father god that you you jesus are the bread of life father god that our growth father god our goodness is in you father god everything we are father is in you father god and we thank you father god for who you are father god we ask now father god for every prayer to be answered father god all those who need healing father god all the people father god on each list father god whatever it may be father god that you would speak your word father god and bring healing lord that you would speak your word father god and bring restoration father god joy peace happiness father god remove anxiety and worry father god from all of us lord i lay father god each prayer request at your feet father god i pray specifically lord that you bring people to your church, Father God, that you grow us, Father God, all together, Father God. As you know, this is our heart's, our heart's desire, and this is our request that we lay in front of you, Father God. We pray all these prayers, Father God, knowing, Father God, that you hear us, Father God, knowing that you care for us, Father God. We lay these at your feet, Father God. We wait in expectation, Father God. We thank you, Father God. We glorify your holy name, Father God. Bless your people, Father God. Continue to bless this podcast for your glory and let your word always go out, Father God, and speak to your people and grow your people. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. 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 Guys, tune in next week. We're going to be talking about how his name is, friend. Good night and God bless. And again, thank you for listening to Seeking the Kingdom podcast. Good night.